0: Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. And now it is time for the moment you have all been waiting for, we're gonna talk about punters. Here it is. Here it goes. Um, look, uh, try to replace Huber this year. Chrisman had a major problem with hang time, and let me explain to you why that's a, why that's a big deal, right? Um, it, it, it's because when you kick the ball long and with no hang time, like that's actually worse than kicking the ball short with no hang time, right? Because uh, now. The ball's getting the, to the uh, returner quickly, and the coverage team can't really get set up. We call that a touchdown kick. Um, so honestly, it we think that that's the worst-case scenario, what happened um, in the AFC Championship game uh, when he kicked it right to the guy, and it was a bit of a line drive, and... Uh, you know, no hang time, and they were able to get a good return. But, I mean, honestly, it could have been a return for a touchdown, uh, you know, the, the way he kicked some of those balls. So that is a, a major, major problem. Um, and, yeah, you know, if, if, even in that game, like, it wasn't a touchdown, but um, maybe the defense is able to, to, to hold and keep them out of field goal range. Um, and maybe that game goes into overtime. And then who knows? You know, who knows what happens? Um, maybe we're all having a, a much better February, uh, if that goes the opposite way. So, look, this is a really big deal. Uh, the the hang time situation. Um, they have been adamant that he it's not his job, and he's not even the incumbent. You know, like they're gonna bring him in, but they're gonna bring in somebody else. So, what does that look like? What does that mean? Let's talk about the draft first. Okay. Uh, when we look at the draft, I'm gonna give you a, a brief history of the Bengals drafting. Uh, special teams players. Uh, I'll be tweeting this out, too. Uh, Actually, this is already uh, out on my my Twitter timeline as well. So, if we look at the Bengals uh, drafting specialists, the last three specialists they have drafted, Evan McPherson, fifth-round pick, 149th overall. Uh, Jake Elliott, fifth-round pick, 153rd overall. Uh, And then you go back a few years to Kevin Huber, the punter, and he was also a fifth-round pick, 142 overall. So, first, notably, right, all fifth-round picks, all top of the fifth-round picks. All right, uh, they were all selected within 11 picks of each other in the 142 to 153 range. Um, actually, that'll be 12 picks, but um, I believe I, I'm terrible math there. Sorry, uh, but anyway, uh, real, real close proximity to each other. Uh, there, looking uh, at, at where they've selected those specialists. So, when they need a guy, when they want a guy, they identify the guy, and they, and they get him. All right, And they're fairly aggressive to do it. You know, using a top-of-the-fifth-round pick, uh, fairly aggressive. You know, it, it kind of shows that they're, like, going into day three, and they're like, well, in the fourth round, we're going we're gonna to get some guys that we think shouldn't be there. And then in the fifth round, we're going we're gonna to go for the specialists that we think we need. Um, so, Fairly aggressive, right? We've seen punters go in the fourth round. We saw punters go in the fourth round last year. Um, but still fairly aggressive uh, to take a specialist at that point in the draft, All right, It's not a sixth or seventh-round flyer like I think a lot of us have been talking about. Hey, maybe they'll just they'll throw out their seventh-round pick uh, on a punter. That's, that hasn't been what they've done uh, in the past. So we look at that, right? The other thing to look at here is when they took McPherson, they had 10 picks, when they take Elliott and Huber, they had 11 picks in each one of those drafts. So, like, to me, I look at that and I say, hey, they we, we always know they, they value the, the cop picks, right? Like, you build your depth through the draft, that's kind of a cliche, but you hear about that. And, you know, I think they look at it from a perspective as they need some extra picks to take – Kind of a flyer, all right, on a kicker or on a punter. Like that's like that needs to be an extra pick. And this year they only have seven, all right. At least heading into the draft, they only have seven. So we'll we'll see. There could be trades. They could move around. Um, I've actually, you know, the Jackson Carbon pick was obviously not a good one. Um, but I've said before that I think trading back in that draft and end up getting uh, Jackson Carbon kind of set up that they were able to take McPherson uh, because they, they acquired some some later picks. Um, In that draft. So you got to kind of play that game with it too, right? I I think they need some extra picks if they're going to take a punter, especially if they're going to take a punter, you know, that high. Uh, They probably needed some extra picks to do that. So right now, as it sits, unless they trade back and pick up some extra picks, I don't don't know that a punter is going to happen in the draft. So let's talk about free agency, right? Free agency is obviously an option, right? There you can find a stop go guy not going to hurt your comp- compensatory pick numbers, right? Uh, assuming you're losing guys like Bates and Jermaine Pratt, you know, it's not going to hurt your, concept- uh, your uh, compensatory pick numbers uh, to pick up a, a a punter, a, dare I say, Randy Bullock type, you know, uh, maybe maybe a journeyman, maybe an older guy, but, you know, like somebody that you can trust, right? That's a tough word with Bullock, but uh, somebody that you can plug in there and feel better about. So you could do that, and... The advantage you know that gives you that gives you time, uh, it solidifies the the position, and then next year maybe you have some comp picks because of the losses that you're likely to face in free agency this year. With the comp picks, maybe you're in a better position to draft a punter next year. So that is one philosophy, one way to go about it. All right, uh, to uh, sorry for the dad joke, but punt the problem off to next year uh, by having a um, stopgap guy in there, okay? The other thing you can look at is, hey, what do you think about the punters in this draft? How do you evaluate the punters in this draft class? And who do you think is getting drafted, okay? On average, over the last 10 years, two punters have been drafted a year. Last year, it was four, which is really super high, all right? Uh, but on average, it's been two. So if there's a handful of guys, and you think you've, you can find a guy in there, Right? Maybe don't pick somebody up in free agency because you're a team that's been in the AFC Championship game the last two years. You're a team team that can play for a Super Bowl. You're a team that has a great quarterback um, that people want to play with uh, and know can get you to the promised land. You're a team that has a really cool kicker that a punter might want to you know hang out with, be friends with, right? Uh, so look, uh, overall. All right. Uh, UDFAs like they're looking for somewhere where they think they can make the team. OK, there's a little bit of money involved in these things. Right. But it's more about like, can I make this this club? And if a punter does not get drafted and is looking at, um, you know, is looking at your roster and, and just sees Chrisman like they got to think, I'm going to be I'm going to be that kid out right like that's that's what they're gonna think you know they're not gonna go uh somewhere with an established veteran punter that they're gonna have to compete with they're gonna go to a place where the coaches are on record saying it's an open competition all right there isn't an incumbent maybe there's a bit of a reason why Lou Anarumo said that at the combine all right with all those punters around uh you know uh was to to attract some of those guys um you know, I, I I don't know that bringing in a, a veteran sub guy necessarily prevents that, but it it doesn't help. right? Uh, so that's you know that's the other way to look at it. You know, do you think you can get a guy after the draft? Maybe it's a seventh round flyer, but again, like, do they do they have the picks to be able to do something like that? Do they or do they feel like they need to use those picks to to build depth? Um, at other positions, it's tough when you only have seven picks. Okay, so that is my take uh, overall on the punter position. I think there's some some uh, interesting things about the way that that, that could go down. I don't think they draft one unless they pick up more picks. Um, and if they do draft one, we're going to see it's going to happen earlier than uh, we might imagine, based on just kind of what they've done in the past. Um, I would not be terribly surprised if they pick up somebody, some veteran, uh, that can compete this, this year. I don't know. Um, but... Beyond that, um, you know, they they could just let it go uh, and they could bring in a UDFA or multiple UDFAs, try them out and and see what happens with it. Uh, one thing that we know, uh, you know, the, the, the other bit of information that they gave us at the combine was that they want a guy that they, they know can handle the weather. All right. So, um, you know, we might want to look more at uh, northern schools and schools that play, play outdoors or at least people that have experience with that. Right. You know, like you don't have to necessarily play every game um you know in the big 10 but you know if if you're a sec guy that's you know that's that's gone to ohio state or minnesota or something and you know in, in december and and kick the ball like hey then that's something you know um but another thing to kind of consider with that so uh free agency getting going uh kicking off Next week, I was trying to avoid another pun, but uh, kicking off next week. So that is an exciting time, exciting thing to look for, uh, look forward to as we head into this offseason. Um, probably be a little bit less exciting than it has been in the past, uh, but it's the long game. i well spell that ends well, and it's the long game. So I am Matt Minnick. This is Coach Speak Who Day. Yeah, we're coming forward ours. Yeah, we coming forward. Yeah, we're coming forward, it's ours. You hear the crowd? We're coming forward, it's ours.